All right, what is going on, Chris? This is Joe and Chris. Let's wrap a taste or let's wrap a taste with Joe and Chris or Chris or Joe. What's going on and how has your summer been? I'm good. I'm good. You know, as a working person, mm-hmm. um, I don't get a summer, but it's hot. I will yeah. tell you that. It's hot. Um, it's been pretty cool, though. Uh, not having to get up early to get my kids ready for school. Um, not having to send money back to college. Everybody's home. So it's been really chill. But mm-hmm. it's hot. So you really can't really move around like you want to. I know yeah. I said that about 20 times. It's been hot. It's been it's been it's been having a lot of crazy power outages um, everywhere, like crazy three and four day power outages. It's been a lot going on, a lot, a lot going on. Um, so, um, and I know we probably we just brought this up about the uh, the abortion thing. What's the, what's the name of that case? Roe versus Wade. Roe versus Wade. And so at this point now, women can't get or not supposed to get abortions. Is that right? Correct. So now they're forcing women to go to obscene places to get illegal ones. That's pretty much what they're doing. Yeah. Or keeping a baby and finding babies in little areas that they don't belong, like trash cans and things like that. Okay, yeah. That, that or, have- oh, my bad, the fire station, too. They can put them in the little fire station boxes. I don't know, man. I, I just think, I still think that's their choice. That should be, anyway. Me personally. I think, yeah. I'm not, don't get me wrong. I think, and I'm not saying conception is a crime, but if you do the crime, pay the time. But on the same token, and I'm going to bring this, I'm going I'm to I'm get a little personal with it. So, you know, my ex had gotten pregnant. Uh, and a lot of people don't know that she had gotten pregnant. Um, but the whole situation was a little crazy. But, um, and she was going to get, you know, uh, an abortion. Um, and she asked me what I thought about it. And my thought process was okay, so I had two different pro- thought processes, right? My, my my first thought process was I really don't want no baby with this person. That was my first thought process. Second thought process though is I did this. I I I, I you know I took my part in this. So you know if she decides to keep it, I'm just gonna have to take care of my child. So I told her, I said whatever you choose, I'm I'm behind it 100. percent and that kind of, and that was another situation that kind of let me know that that wasn't really who I need to be with. Like right. I think, you know, when you get drastic situations like that, that kind of that lets you really know oh, where you at, where you at on that bridge. And I was like, nah. I, I was like, the second I found out that she was pregnant, I started panicking. I was like, hell no. Nah. Like, I don't, I don't, you know, I was saying to myself, I do not want no more. I got three, three of them. They a handful. I didn't want another one. But on the same token, who be I to tell her not to have this baby if that's what she wanted? And so after the fact, it was a lot of backlash. You know, she 
told me that I respected my kid's mom more than I respected her. I said, no. I said, I gave her the same choice you gave. I gave you. Um, I told her, whatever she decide, I'm almost with her 100%. Now, I couldn't imagine not having my kids I got now, but on the same token, I gave her that choice because I can't tell her what to do with her body. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was, you know, when it's early on, I think before, like, don't wait till no four months. You know what I'm saying? You pregnant for four months. But, like, if you, if you, you know, you have that child, or not have that child, but you can see that child. And, you know, before, well, I think the entire time, it has some, some form of trying to survive when, you know, when an abortion is taking place. But on the same token, I mean, is it right? It depends on how you look at it. It's, it's relative, but I just don't like the fact that somebody else gets to make their choice for me. Even if, right. it, even if, like I said, for me, if I get pregnant at this point, you know, welcome to the world, baby Roberson. You know what I'm saying? Um, baby Roberson. <laughs> it's welcome funny. to the world. I'm not going to sit here and say, uh, you know, I'm good. But I'm not going to say for somebody else who may have a different choice or may have a different role or path in that moment to take that away from them. You know what I'm saying? And they have always tried to make sure they can control the body parts. Right, right. You know, we had already had our governor had already made some decisions about our choices over here in Texas area. So, yeah, you know. But like I said, I stand behind choice. Whatever yeah. you decide, that's your right. choice. You have to deal with the consequences of it. So I, I'm not. I'm a man. I can't. I can't tell a woman what to do with their body. But like Dave Chappelle said, if I get you pregnant, you decide to keep it. I should have the right to not have to pay for it. Never mind. That was that was nasty. Okay. So uh, you know, Chris, every week. Every time we do a show, we, we ask our Facebook friends and family to give us some subjects. Uh, some we've had, I've had some, you've had some responses, but not like I wanted. So I did the same thing on TikTok, and I got some, I got some questions, uh, a few questions um, that we're gonna go over today. But it's one, it's one thing I want to talk about. It was a post that I saw, um, like probably about a month ago and basically it was a, a female with multiple children by multiple dudes so you know each child has their own father um well one little boy calls his daddy says he wants some taco bell the man brings his son taco bell that's it how do you feel about that because the dude was like those not my kids how, how do you feel about that situation or that thought process um, I completely understand. Yeah. And I understand from a personal perspective. Right. Um, there's been times when, because you know, I already know that my, I have a different biological father than my siblings. Mm-hmm. Um, and there have been times when my aunt or my grandmother would buy me something or, you know, take me somewhere and I would come back with a bag of things. And um, the direction I was given was, if don't bring it in here, if you're not going to share it. Right. Or I would bring home food and it would be like, well, I hope you isn't something up for everybody. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like that I get what happened. 
Now, if that person doesn't have a relationship with the other children, they're not responsible for the other children. Now, if they find the kindness in their heart to go get their baby some tenders from churches and get the other kids a box of chicken, you know, that's a nice gesture. But is it required? No. Yeah, right. Now, what I will say is the mother in me is saying, okay, go out there to the car with your daddy. Y'all, you know, hit the block twice so you can eat your food. Drink your juice. Come on back in the house. Right. I don't think it's okay to sit in front of somebody, somebody else and eat food like that. You know what I mean? Like grub. You hear me? Grub. Like, I feel like, let's go, let's go cut a corner, go pick your son up. Y'all go sit in Taco Bell and eat real quick. Yeah. So, it's ways to maneuver that situation where the person who's buying the food for their son doesn't feel obligated to buy for the rest of the house. And then there's ways as a mother where you can make this suggestion. Like, I don't mind you bringing them something to eat, but take them with you. That looks really, you know, my other kids probably wanted some. Kids going to be kids. Right. You know, you can even do that around cousins. It ain't got to be even, you know, your mama drop you off to your cousin with your mom, with your auntie at your cousin's house, and you got a big old bag of McDonald's, and they looking at you like, nigga, you going to give me some of that house the orange. Like, you're not going to come in here and not give me three fries. Like, you're going to get beat up in this back room, and you're going to be still hungry. Thanks. You see what I'm saying? So. I just feel like that the father's not obligated. I mean, but if he does it, you know, kudos to him. But I don't think somebody should be obligated to feed the whole house if one person in the house is their biological child. Now, some people are petty like that. Well, yeah. they, 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 but I don't think that that was a petty move. I don't think it should be generalized as a petty move. Well, I, the only reason I would say it was petty was because of the way he responded. Like, first of all, I wouldn't have post like it was a real post that somebody put up. They brought that and they, you know, the little boy sitting around and he brought the food for his son. He, he kind of did it. Talking about something I'm built different or something like this. Something, something crazy. Now, me personally, um, I, I probably would have got something for everybody. Like, and I know it's not an obligation, but I probably would have got like if 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 I had and, and I can't really relate to it on that aspect but it has been situations where uh my son was like at their cousin house or something and he called he texted me and called me asked me to bring him something and so i ended up bringing it i've had that situation i haven't had it where um you know it's another you know other kid daddies and stuff because all my kids got the same mama but it's times when his cousins have been in his cousin house or something, and he texts me and was like, Daddy, can you bring me this? Um, my first thought is, how many of y'all is it? Like, I can't, because, like, this is the thing. Like, if if my child, okay, perfect example. Okay, before I knew the <laughs> twins were mine, which is a crazy thing to say, but I didn't know they was mine at first. Um, and I knew for a fact Jocelyn was mine. However, when I went there, uh, and this is when I was like doing bread routes, so they wasn't really like living with me, like talking about it. Um, when I went to see Jocelyn, I picked I picked up Gabriel as well. I picked up Fallon as well because if they not my kids, they still my daughter's brother and sister. So there, it's a, it's a, it's a relationship there that because she has it, not necessarily my responsibility, but. Those her brothers and sisters. That's the way I think about it. And so, like, right. if, 
I and, got they, and it's and that's a great way to think about it, but the fact is is that you have not in that situation because we until we found out they were yours, but you have the option to right. decide that. It's not like somebody is requiring you, like, don't come in here with that food, or I'll give you one better. I've had my food thrown in the trash. Wow. When I walk in the door with it. Because it wasn't enough for everybody. That's crazy. I've had clothes that I had to share. Because it wasn't bought for everybody. To the point where my other side stopped buying me stuff. And would spend the block a couple of times. (laughs) And let me eat my Wendy's. Before I got home. You know what I'm saying? So, from my perspective, I just feel like that that you you should not do that to the child because even though you don't think that the child is feeling that, they feel it. Yeah. They pick up on it and they start having a level of resentment or they learn how to shove food down their throat in a 10-minute drive. Pause. Pause. But, yeah, um... I just I, I just wonder how people thought about that. Like, I didn't want to just outright say the dude was wrong because, like I said, it depends on the situation. Sometimes you got a bitter baby mama and you just yeah. damned if you're going to do something. It could be you know. other factors. I'm going to say that. It could be other outside factors that could create the tension right, right there. Because I be seeing some stuff on TikTok that I be like, y'all don't need to have this on this internet. Right. Okay, like, so... Hmm? Okay. Okay. So this is this is this was another kind of subject uh, that was a real subject that I probably had a conversation with my homeboys about plenty of times. Is there anything wrong with paying for sex? Y'all indirectly do it anyway. Exactly. So. This is my take on it, and I and don't, I, really, I don't put it. Don't I mean if you pull up to a spot and she's standing outside by a light pole, and she get in your car, you know what I'm saying? You paying for it? Not, not even that. Not even that though. So <laughs> this is the thing, right? This is the thing. When you when you when you pay for it, you paying them to leave. When a person, you know, gets a, like a prostitute. They pay a prostitute to leave. That's the reason you're paying them. Not for nothing. Yeah, you're getting the services. But your main your main reason for paying them is for them to leave when you're done. Well, and two, on top of that, I feel like that you're paying for convenience. You know what I mean? Like, let me explain. So I go to the grocery store and buy my groceries, right? Mm-hmm. They sell cantaloupes whole. They also sell them chopped up in a plastic container. Oh, my gosh. I pay a little extra for the chopped up in the plastic container for the convenience. Like, you just don't know how funny this is. <laughs> <laughs> but no, listen. So, I told somebody, like, if you, you, first of all, you go on a date with somebody, you paying Lord knows how much money, and you don't even know how the night going in. Right. Um, I'll never forget, because I, you know, back in the day, and you know, I used to go on a lot of dates. I, I used to I used to go on a date every weekend, <laughs> and that that's expensive. Especially, oh, yeah. uh, don't get me wrong, it wasn't a, a, an empty date 
ever, but it could have been. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It could have been where if there was no exchange of, of bodily fluids. It could have been, but when you like when you pay when you if you paying for it, you know for a matter of fact that um, gonna be rendered. You know you you gonna get a return on your investment. <laughs> on your investment. <laughs> Thank you. That makes it sound more official. Uh-huh. So I, t- I told I was like, uh, and a dude, and you know, one of my uh, one of my mutuals on on TikTok, they asked me in in my inbox, and they were serious about it because they met this girl, mind you, mind you, eighty, uh, not not eighty, about sixty percent of females are selling twat on Facebook. TikTok, Snapchat, especially. And if I let you see my inbox, friend. Oh, I can only imagine. Oh, and, and this is on Snapchat. Snapchat, especially. Oh, and in hindsight. So you remember when I was telling you that I was, uh, I I met up with this, this chick in these apartments, right? And so a, a female I used to mess with text me and was like, oh, you was at my homegirl house at such and such, right? I never asked her what her name was. I just ignored the question because uh, bitch, you're not paying no bills. You didn't give me no gas money. Ain't nothing about you gonna question me. And so I just ignored her question. And one day I was like on on Snapchat and I had my shit on a map. This, This chick was looking at my position on Snapchat and figuring out where I was. Dang, and that's how because you know when you when you got Snapchat like if you on like the, the map it shows you where you at in the city like damn near to the T like if you're in some apartments it don't show you at an apartment but it shows you in the apartments uh-uh. you know what I'm saying and so I, I immediately deleted deleted them uh, and blocked them but People need to be careful, bro. Like, do you know with an iPhone, when you take a picture, you send that picture, they can go on your picture and look and see where you sent that picture from. Mm-hmm. They're making cheating very difficult. They're making cheating difficult and they're making stalking easy. Yep. Extremely easy. Because it was uh, somebody that we both know that sent me some... Um, some pictures um, at, at from their house. And don't get me wrong, she gave me an address. I could have just went over there. But what if I was just some crazy dude that, that didn't want to, you know, let you go? And you seen that movie with uh, Michael Ely and Morris Chestnut and he was messing with Morris Chestnut's wife? What if I was that nigga? Ooh, but nevertheless, <laughs> nevertheless, it could have been bad. But you know, I don't really, I don't really. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I got a lot of high, like, like tech stuff. But I'm not very high tech. I'm very simple. And so, well, now nah, let me stop. I'm not that simple. Well, I'm simple to like the little things like that. But y'all better be careful. Yeah. 
Yeah, man, you cannot cheat nowadays. So we have come to grips that paying for sex is okay. No, that's that's what we said, Chris. That's what we said. Um, What I said was, (laughs) y'all do it anyway. Because if we go into two Johns, if we go into Longhorn, if we go into Steak Forty Eight, Ruth Chris, and Eden. And then we go on to the rooftop and you done bought me a few drinks. <sighs> Sir. Right. Sir. Comes with a cost. You okay. But you pay what you need, bro. You gonna go to jail for it if you put it on a plate. Factual. <laughs> you stupid. You know, oh, you know what's been going on. So do you, you look at a lot of like cause I, I don't be on Facebook, but I look at a lot of like videos that are on Facebook. Like they have like YouTube dudes be doing have you seen these cucumber and banana pranks? No. So basically, these dudes go around these females. They put either a cucumber or a banana in their pants, and they like just act like act normal, and see how the girls like react and this and that. And I was like, that's that's kind of lame to me. I'm not gonna comment. Okay. You but no, why. no, no. Well, no, that's not what I mean. But you doing a prank on it. You letting the world know you really ain't got nothing going on. If you like doing a prank okay. thing and yeah. acting like it's so, it's so amazing that they acting like this. That's. I agree. I agree. I agree. I don't think. And then if you do have something, you already diminished yourself with what you pranked them with. Exactly. Because it shouldn't be a surprise. I just feel like you young men need to make sure I'm not you young men, but young men in general need to um, make sure that you are not um, wearing the gray sweatpants um, and the gray sweat shorts. But it's summertime and it's the perfect time for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thought you were going to say that. When I tell you I wear sweatpants everywhere. I wear some kind of sweatpants. I don't even wear jeans. I'm a sweatpant or some shorts. Yeah, buddy. Okay. But I wonder if you're seeing those. So, <laughs> uh, this is another question. This is a question that was asked me by a female. She said, um, "Say uh, if someone you've been messing with like forever, right, and they do something like new that they ain't never done before, does that give you like a slight red flag?" No, but then yes. Explain. So no, it doesn't give me like a red flag, but it does make me wonder like where it's been all this whole time. So it's like, were you watching the porno? Did you see this on one of your little Pornhub videos? Like, you know what I'm saying? So I'm going to be like, but what video are you watching? Because you ain't never, you know, jump back and pop back. You know what I'm saying? Like, where you get that from? Who told you that? You know? Um, but see, <laughs> but see, for females, when we do that, it's because we've had a discussion in some group chat, and they be like, girl, try this. Mm. And they go pull that out your back pocket tonight. Because he act like he need to know. So, well, we, you know, we hold things back. Well, well, we men do that, too. And I'm going to tell you why I say yeah, this. Really, that's good to know. When I first started, like, Really, 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 really messing around. 
I used to, it was more of a learning thing for me, right? I used to just, just try stuff. Like, and it was, um, it was a point to where like, I was, I was like doing something like by every day, maybe twice a day, but it was with different people because I was trying to be like a chameleon so I could know it's a process. You can't deal with, you know, you can't deal with every female the same way. Some of them, you got to deal with them kind of rough. Some of them, you got to let them do they, th- you know, let them be kind of, uh, let them set the pace. And then some of them just like to be dominated. But it's like, I used to, like, I used to know how, I'm just saying some names. I used to know how Kim wanted it. I used to know how Tasha wanted it. I, I, you know, I had to know how these different people wanted, and there were times where it kind of all intertwined by mistake, and they would like look at me like, you know, what's this about? But I'm gonna tell you something that kind of, okay, so in this kind of, it's it's another personal situation, but whatever. Uh, when me and my kid's mom, you like, you know, we hadn't messed around since you know, Jocelyn was born. And if you don't know, you know, my twins came, I can tell you the day my twins were conceived because me and her was not messing around. And, um, she kind of aggressively did something that she ain't never done before. And she caught herself because, because like when I, when she did it, I was like, huh? And she hurried up and, and like reneged and kind of stopped what she was about to do. And I'm thinking to myself, this old, <laughs> this old, this old, old ass bitch. This old... <laughs> Look, man, when she dropped, like when she did what she did, I was like, what the hell is going on? You know, what's this? And uh, so it's just kind of it was just kind of funny to me. So I can understand that statement of kind of a red. It, it it didn't really like bring up a red flag, but it did kind of catch me off guard because I kind of knew that person's process. However, we hadn't done anything in a while, so of course you add new things and and you know stuff happens. You know maybe the the dude you you know messing with after me he liked this instead of you know. You never know. But, but I got a question for you on piggybacking mm-hmm. off of that. So, do you think that, because you said you knew how XYZ was and XYZ was, so that means you use a different version of yourself every time, right? Right. Every, okay. Every time, so, bro. does that mean that for me, you know, it's been seven years, does that mean that when I get back in the game and this goes down, that that person's going to get the same version as my ex? Or is it true that you everybody doesn't get the same version of you in a sexual space? Okay. So it depends on how you're thinking about it. Like I think the way you asking, do you are you thinking about emotionally? Just what you do in the how your delivery. Does does everybody get the same version of delivery? Like, you know uh, what I'm saying? Okay. So Okay, so my motivations when I was, you know, out there was all about me because I liked the way things made people react. 
So I didn't have a level one, two, three. I was I was on ten with whoever. So it wasn't now I didn't go around like licking everybody or nothing like that, because that would have been catastrophic. But mm-hmm. um my effort like my effort for you to like my effort of giving satisfaction was on ten for everybody. Like it wasn't a it wasn't a mediocre moment where I was like, yeah, I'm a chill. No, nah, man, I, I wanted to go at ten because I cared what people thought. Like I, I don't want nobody ever to say, let me tell you something, Chris. I'm I'm like a real asshole. If I was bad at doing anything, I'd have got dogged out a long time ago. So my thought process was, and it's like, and it's crazy because my brother, my brother the same way, like my brother, um, I'm not saying no names, but he, he, he the same way as I am. And, but ain't nobody talking no, no mess about no bedroom stuff. You can call me an asshole all day, every day, but you, you ain't going to say nothing else about nothing else. Um, when, when I'm, you know, dealing with me, but, um, I, I didn't have like a level. I didn't know how to turn it off. Like I feel like I feel like I feel like every time it was a performance, and so I think for women, it's more mental, and for men, it's kind of almost always physical. Yeah. So if you don't, if I'm not like mentally gone in the head behind you, you probably not going to get the same version. I'm going to perform. I'm going to make sure I'm available for the moment. But the person who got me messed up in my head behind them, they get a different version. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's on go. It's on go for whoever, bro. We got to make all of them feel special, man. That's the problem. That's the problem. That's why That's 10, 15 years later, you'd be like, man, I ain't, I ain't talked to that person in years. And they, but you know, da, 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 Joe, Joe, it's like, uh, back up, sis. But <laughs> it's because you was 100 every time, buddy. Yeah, man. Well, yeah. I, I apologize, but that's how I was raised, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's relative. Um, <laughs> all right, and this was kind of a weird one. Have you ever dated someone with a disability? Learning or physical? Either. Learning, yes. Physical, no. Learning, what do you mean? It was kind of... A little slow. Hmm. But is that really a disability? I mean, like, it's it, tangible. Did they write a check for that? Nah. Oh, it wasn't a disability then. It is a disability. It is not. It's it's not. It's, it's called disability. It's not categorized as a physical disability. But have I talked about a physical disability? Um, no, I haven't. 
I never have. I've talked to some people who I thought was slow, but they probably were. Really friends were. that may have been, you know, with disabilities, stuff like that, but nobody I've ever been involved with, no. Hmm. I mean, I wouldn't, well, you stop my eye. I, I, I was going to say I wouldn't care, but I probably would care. I don't know. Mm. I, I've never I talked about it. I feel like if it happened, I would say that if I'm dating somebody and we're together and something causes a disability, I'm not exiting. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, that's different. Like, I don't know. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm very much like a person that like loves conversation and I'm very sappy about things. So it's possible. I'm not saying it's not possible for me, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, at this point in my life, it's like, you know, that may be the person that just may be most amazing and love the heck out of me. You know what I mean? Right. But, yeah, I don't, it's not off the table for me, but no, if I meet somebody and they get that way, I'm not going to be like, yeah, I'm about to head out. Like, I couldn't do that. Mm. So, yeah. I don't know. I just don't, I just don't feel like, and, and not to take anything, but I just don't think I would, because uh, a lot of me now is a lot about conversation. If I can't have a conversation, then I'm not interested by like, talking about it. Personally. You said you cannot have a conversation? If I, can't, if I can't have a conversation with you, I don't I don't know what will draw me to you. Like, body don't do it no more. Right. So if I can't have, like, a decent conversation with you, I don't, I wouldn't, I really wouldn't waste my time. Not really. Yeah, and I mean, I need, like, a conversation where, you know, it's more to you. Like, you can talk about different topics. You don't easily offend to things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like a lot of times you have conversations people and they be ready to like it's turning into an argument. Like I don't want that kind of conversation. Right. Like I want you to be able to be able to disagree on things or you know just see show each other each other's side of things. You know, like that's my thing. I don't want somebody who I feel like every time we get a phone it's draining or I'm exhausted or we don't argue or you know. Mm-mm. Right. I totally get that. Um, and here's a this is a this is kind of a. Um, I think we've discussed this before, but should body count matter? Word? That's how you feel? No. It shouldn't matter? No. Because, now I'm going to say this. I would say your body count for the last five years matters. But I'm not gonna go back to when you was fifteen. Well, I mean, but is it really fair to go back five years when they wasn't with you? Because my thing is that am I going to say it as five years? If you got like a hundred, two hundred, am I even gonna be able to keep up? Like, or are you gonna have you some side pieces? Like that determines that. Like, because if you have a if you just somebody who just out there, out there, you really ain't gonna never be able to sell. Or right. sit still. But if you somebody that got like three or four people you slept with in the last five years, whatever, that means that you were probably in some situations or you had a little one night stand, you had a little drunk and drunk, you know what I'm saying? And you, you know, you're a girl linked up. But if you just in here like somebody different every other day, two, three girls every now and again, a couple of oops up, almost pregnant, a few babies up in there, like, dude, you may not be satisfied with one person. You may need to just be with, just kind of be floating. Okay, so check this out. Right? I just got a question from somebody on TikTok. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, he said, uh, it's a guy, he said, what do you do when you're 100% sure that somebody's cheating on you? What What are your actions? Like, from point A to point B, to point like when you find out, when you know for, without a shadow of a doubt, this person's cheating on you, what's your next move? If I find out I'm being cheated on, what's my next move? Yeah. Um... For somebody that's been cheated on a lot, do I go from my past to like how I am now? Just in general. Okay. For me, now that I'm a little bit older, somebody, I find out somebody's cheating on me, I'm at their point going ahead to get it. I'm going to ask them if they want to have a conversation about it. Um, kind of get find out, you know, what happened, why, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And get an understanding if they say like, you know, it was a one time thing, I didn't you know, it just happened. Do you know, I don't think I walk away from somebody for cheating one time. That sounds crazy, but I don't think I would. That sounds bastard crazy, bro. Because I, I I put myself and say, like, hey, what if it was me? What if something I did this person deemed as cheating? What if I had a little conversation, a little flirting conversation with somebody at work and or, you know, something, you know, something in my my text messages could have led this person to believe I was doing something. I don't want to get kicked to the curb without being able to save my case. Now, granted, if I talk to that person, they just be like, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to be able to stop doing this. Then I'm moving around. Man, fuck that. Uh... But if they say like, hey, this this just happened. I'm, I'm sorry. Like, it was some stuff that I had, you know, this, that, whatever. You know, I'm going to give it. Now, granted, am I going to be the same way? I'm probably not. And I think it'll be different for me if I say this was my spouse versus this being like a I'm fucking week. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, let me tell you this, bro. And I, and I don't know if you would admit it or not. But once somebody lose your trust, they not getting that shit back. Nah. You know, and I don't care if it's like just a flicker of a crumb. If you lose your trust in that person, that that's a wrap. Because everything is going to be a red flag. Every missed call, you call them, they don't reply. Or text and they don't reply. In the back of your mind is that time when that nigga was cheating. You never, you'll never, they will never trust you again. They may put confidence in you, but you will not be trusted. You will not be trusted. Uh, But as far as body counts go, body count doesn't really matter to me. Uh, and I'm jumping back to that question because that you know that was kind of an impromptu because that uh, dude just messaged me on on TikTok with that one. But back to the body count question. So I'm gonna tell you a story. Um, when I was me and um, A was going together, you know A, right? Oh yes. Okay. Because you probably know about D, but you know, gotcha. Um, so when we was, um, okay, so she was about to move all her stuff from down south to here, and so that day before she did that, I went out, I, I drove out there, uh, and stayed out there with her for like two days. Um, and so I mean, I'm glad she's in a better state mentally than she was back then, but. She felt the need to tell me everything she did, or she tried to. And I told her, I don't want to hit it because I, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't really care what you did before me and you start talking. But 
because I feel like if she would have told me, that would have changed the whole dynamic of the relationship because the way that, you know how when a person just trying to get something off their chest, bro, it's bad. I'm pretty sure that come, wasn't nothing good about that conversation going to happen. For you to feel the need to explain to me something you did before me and you even start talking, it is beyond me. Because I told, I said, I don't think you should because I'm not. I'm not going to discuss with you what I did back then. But I'm not going to ask. I'm just saying if it comes up, or. I would rather not talk to somebody. I'm not going to be like how when we sit down and get to know each other, like, hey, how many people you fuck? I'm not asking it. Right. Because if I really like you and you tell me a thousand, I'm pretty much probably going to pass out. You know what I'm saying? Because I like you and then I got to make a decision now. So I'm not going to ask you. But if I post that picture on social media or we pop out and we somewhere and then I get an inbox like, you know, he used to da 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 and da 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 and da and I start getting, that's why I'm be like, dude, what you been doing? Yeah. But I don't think I'll ever ask that question. I never have. I don't think that's an, even a, a question that's needed. Um, You can kind of ask him, like, you know, do you know, have you, how many relationships you've been in? I think that may, I don't know. I don't know if I would ask that either. Right. How many serious relationships you've had? Like, I don't know if that's important, but no, I don't think that I'm going to ask you your body count. But does it matter to me? Just depends on how bad it is. If you bring it up, yeah, I'm 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 a very uh, when it comes to like sexuality and like I'm very free minded about that kind of stuff. Like I don't, I'm not like I don't bash. I, I feel like women should be able to do what they want, just like men should be able to do what they want. And I don't think anybody should be judged because of it. But that's just me. Um, I don't think that... I know a lot of times, uh, you know, we females get this stigma when they're a little promiscuous. But I think uh, whoever needs to saw their oats can saw their oats, you know? Get it out your system now before you try to, you know, you try to add it to your repertoire. As me and you are going down this road of... of, of of a relationship, but that's like I said, that's just me. I'm a free, I'm, I'm, I'm open-minded, I guess. I don't know. Um, oh, this is a good one. So how does a marriage survive if one becomes spiritual and the other one doesn't? Like if you, you're in a marriage and then in the process of your marriage, you know, Either the wife or the husband starts going to church, and now they give their life to said Christ, but the other person's not really with it. Can that marriage survive? No. Nope. No. No. Nope. Why? They may. They may try. They may. Um. It may be an attempt. You know what I'm saying? But. Nah, it's not going to. You don't think so? Mm-mm. Because what's going to happen is there's going to be a, you know, a disagreement of 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 values, a disagreement of religious walk, and it's going to turn it's going to cause a rift in the relationship. Right. 
And I don't know if it can be recovered. Either the person who's going to church gonna have to, you know, who's you know, like the guy gonna have to, you know, backslide, or the person that's in the home has to give that guy to Christ, or you know, at least um, be open to the thought. Right. But if they just like, nah, it's a hard no for me. Um, that's on you. That ain't got nothing to do with me. It's going to cause an issue because then that person that is going to church is going to start receiving information where it looks as though the person that they have at home is doing something wrong. Right. When in all actuality, they may not be. They may be very spiritual, but not want to go sit up in somebody's church. So it just becomes like a conversation within that relationship, but I don't think that it can survive it. Mm. I always wonder about that, but you know what, man? It's a lot of um, it's a lot of church members who have husbands that you've never seen at church before. There's more hood people in the church. That's what you said. No, I said. Uh, oh, you know what? Oh, so it's down. What I said was there are so many women in the church who you've never seen a husband at church. True. True. And so, um, I don't know. It's just, uh, and I and I don't know if they like just come to grips that you know my husband or my wife's not going to come to church. So it is what it is. Because like, how important is it for them to come to church too? Like, is it really necessary? I mean, it. I don't know, man. I, I don't even know how. And like, I'm gonna say I don't know, but you know, we grew up in it, and I just don't know. And sometimes I question, like, how important it is. To be honest, like, yeah. how how is it important, or is it just something that I've seen as an important thing? Um, because I know some couples. One of our close friends. They go to one church and her husband goes to another. Right. But we don't see him when he at church. Right. But that's a little different situation. I mean, I'm just saying, so that's my thing. So it's like, do they have to come to We got to sit next to each other and the kids and the, and the, you know, and the husband, the wife, and the kids on the same row. Does that mean you're unequally yoked based on the Bible if you're not sitting in church with your husband? Like, I don't know. I would like for that. You know, I would like to maybe go to church with my husband and, you know, go get something to eat after church. That'll be lovely. Yeah. But the crazy scary part about this, as a woman, you know, the Bible says, you know, you cleave to your husband, you leave your mother and father, and you cleave to your husband. What if I want to go to my husband's church? Right. Like, that's a whole nother kind of, you know, monkey wrench in the situation. What if I don't want to go over there? What if I want to go to my church and he go to his? Is that going to cause an issue? It shouldn't. Because I'm going to tell you, somebody at our church, husband was a pastor at a church, and she still didn't go to the church. Right. So I don't know. Um, I don't think that'll, I don't think that should really matter. But it's just, I think just the thought of minds not being like, like not having like minds. 
is that something that's kind of uh, or it's like would you be in and would you stay with somebody if y'all don't agree on having kids or not having kids would you stay with somebody if y'all don't agree on you know one person was asking like do you would you stay with somebody if they are like not willing to travel you mean like on vacation yeah or like like that's if they're kinda, a person, if they're don't a person that just don't want to go nowhere, they're never willing to travel, and you're a person that loves to go out of the country, you like to travel, would you be with somebody that literally doesn't want to travel? I wouldn't. Um, so if it's something as simple as like just a boyfriend-girlfriend relationship, probably not. But if it's like somebody I married, you know, like they may have liked that kind of stuff back in the day, but you know, as you get older, you know, you you lose, um, you lose like just the desire to do that. But you know, of course, a lot of a lot of women and men they like to travel. They like to go to Dubai and Canada, and I don't know about Canada. People don't go to Canada like talking about it, or don't don't know enough about Canada to be wanting to go to travel. But. Uh, it's just, I don't know, man. It's, um, for that reason, I, I wouldn't leave somebody for that reason. But, um, what am I saying? I probably would. I don't know. I don't think I would, Chris. I don't think I'll leave somebody if they don't want to travel. But I don't, I still, I don't know. Like, I'm not real big on, like religious, uh, like I don't, I don't feel like we need to be religious, like uh, in sync, so in sync religiously. Right. You know what I'm saying? Not, not saying that. Um, don't get me wrong. I, I value religion, uh, but I don't think it's a deal breaker. You know, I don't think that it's something that's just dire, and it has to be. Uh, thought of in a relationship. I, I don't think that's a thing, but that's just me. Um, I don't know. It's a lot of things that people think are hard knows for them. You know, they just made, it's, I will say this. It's some things that back in the day I would tell you, oh, no, absolutely not. But then I'm a little bit older now, and now I'm just like, no, those aren't even as serious. Like, I, I have kind of rethought some of the things I consider to be hard nose. Right. Yeah. But, I mean, there was a time where it was very important to me that a person was in church, and it's some, it's some, it's some assholes in church. You know, it's some people who... Who are not good people, bro. Like it's some people who are not good people that go to church. They very faithful. They be dressed up and on the road every Sunday, but they are not good people. They yeah. are they're nasty individuals, like for real. And so when you start saying, "Oh, I want somebody that's God fearing," "I want somebody that's this," "I want somebody that's that," make sure you understand what that definition is. Right. Because what I've learned here lately um, is people. And the one God fearing is one that people misconstrue, and people misconstrue family oriented. All right. 
So it's like, you know, no, I won't. I used to be like, oh, we got to be in a church. We got to be, you know, this, that, and the third. And I'm just like, I don't think that I want somebody to just go to church. Because it's a lot of just goers. Right. I need somebody to be able to be like, look, encourage me, that kind of thing. You know? You know? For shaking. For shaking. All right. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Okay, and this is kind of a, I don't know, this is a very general, very opinionated question. So, um, how long should you date before you get married? Is there, is there a such thing as a specific, as a, like a time? Okay, I got a good answer for this. Ready? Mm-hmm. Okay, eighteen to twenty-three. Three or four years dating, married, perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. Twenty-five to thirty, year and a half, two years, not bad timing. Mm-hmm. Thirty to thirty-five, about a year of dating, you can kind of tell if that's the person you're trying to be with, like that, or two years for y'all as well, because. Y'all may be trying to get some financials together to get your career patched out, that kind of thing. Okay? 35 right. and up. Six months, nigga. You should know. Six months, nigga? <laughs> you dating somebody for six months to a year at our age, you should know whether or not there's somebody you see yourself spending your time with. Right. You know what I'm saying? You, you, we shouldn't be dating dudes for four years. Somebody, yeah, we've been together about six years dating. Maybe y'all gonna date forever. You gonna date Billy Earl until he in the grave. Facts. So I think a year or so. Because when I meet my person, if they be like three months later, like, let's do this. <laughs> let's do it. What are we waiting on? We ain't got no, you know, we ain't trying to figure out no financials, get your credit together. Build your career. We there. Yeah, it should be anyway. It should be. So if you like, let's do this. Let's do this. We ain't got to ask my mama to help pay for the wedding. My dad already gone in, in the ground. You got to ask for his hand. And you can go by the grave and do it for sentiment, but daddy gone. Shut up, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I'm for real. I know you. <laughs> but I mean, what are we waiting on at this point? When you get up there at 35 and up, like, this just for real. We know what we want to do. Right. Yeah. It's, I mean. You shouldn't be clearing up baby mama stuff. You shouldn't be clearing up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I get what you're saying. I, I get exactly what you're saying, but I don't know. What you think? Um... I don't know. Like, I think um, it depends. Like, for some reason, like people don't date for marriage. Not often. Right. Not not these days. And so I think, um, I guess, depending on your purpose of dating, some people just date to get out the house, or you know, to get away from the kids, or to you know, have some type of adult. Um, interactions, mm-hmm. 
but I do think that's something that needs to be discussed. Now, I do think I don't I don't think there should be a time limit on it, but I also don't think that no time is too short. If you if you figure out who you want, that's who you want. But just like we say, man, you've been with that nigga forever and y'all ain't married. It go the same route when you just knowing a person, you know, for a, a little bit and you want to get married. Because some people, I know some people now with successful marriages that have that knew each other for for two months before they got married. Me too. And their marriage is still going strong. And I know some that waited the allotted quote unquote amount of time. And they broke and up. They broke up immediately. So, I don't think it's. I don't think there's a such thing. Oh, I don't think. There should be a time limit uh, for happiness, but that's just me. But I'm not really thinking about marriage. Like I, I have a friend of mine uh, that worked with me, and uh, so you know she had this um, Caucasian friend um, that I used to um, mess with. And so I asked her, um, I was like, man, how is such and such doing? She was like, oh, she's about to get married. And I, I almost choked on my water. I said, she's going to get married. You know, that was my thought. I didn't say it out loud, but that was my thought. Like, she's going to get married. But and she was like saying how she, 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 now this, mind you, this, this female I'm talking to, she's been married before. She's, she's divorced as well. Um, I mean, she, I think they still have some type of relationship because I remember, um, I had her bring me like some gumbo and she was like, I had to, I had to take my ex-husband and his kids, some um, before, you know what I'm saying? I was like, you know, to myself, like, you ain't got to feed that nigga. That's what was in my thought process. But she still has like, uh, I guess they're, uh, was it amicable? Yeah, they cordial. Very, they're they're cordial still, but she said, uh, "What did she say?" Dang, I can't remember exactly what she said. Um, the reason she left. Oh, so <laughs> well, I'm not gonna say what she said, but it, it was a it was a funny reason to me. But I don't think she meant it to be funny. But um, <laughs> oh yeah, I don't I don't think there should be a time frame at all. Let me see what other question. Oh, this is kind of kind of pity um uh what's the first place that you had sex college dorm room oh that's right you got shit with you in the dorm room no huh really we're just gonna keep going into detail i got you you said the first place <laughs> that was the first place you said uh, you I, what i did wrong Okay. Forgive me, people. Forget I said anything. But listen, first place I had sex with was in a middle school science room um, after a football game. And I never forget, I got manhandled because I, was, I wasn't very tall in high school. I mean, in middle school. I was kind of short. Uh, this chick was a cheerleader. She literally picked me up. I was very upset about this. Uh, that's kind of violating, but she picked me up and like put me on one of those tables with the Bunsen burner, you know, like the little fire thing. Oh Lord. 
and she proceeded to do whatever. Mind you, that situation stopped me from doing any type of physical stuff till I was like in high school, like upper high school, like 11 or 12th. And the reason why is because, first of all, who knew what a condom was uh, back then? Because I didn't. Um, I was just thinking about, man, I could have had all these STDs because I was raw dogging everybody, Chris. Oh, my God, friend. Man, what? I'm talking about dropping kids off at the pool, at the party, shooting the club up. I was doing that, man, and not thinking about no babies, bro. Like, I didn't know what a condom was until I think I was in the eighth grade the first time I, I, I saw a condom and I was given one, but I was shooting the club up. And, um, but this particular time, like I said, it was my first time. Um, and I did not have one of those things. You hear what I'm saying? Right. Read between the lines. And so that night, I had like blue balls to the 10th degree. Now, I'm going to tell you, as a man who's had it at least twice, that's very painful. But imagine you have that situation after you have uh, intercourse. Mind you, in the house that I grew up in, who I was going to tell why my balls hurt. I thought that I was being punished by God for having sex. So that stopped me from having sex for three years. I feel you. Because I didn't know. I, I I didn't I never discussed it with my father. But how it came up, um, I was we was at a bachelor party and uh we was at a friend's house and he had some strippers come over and like they was like let me tell you something. And my when I was like twenty one, twenty two, my boy used to have these parties and invite strippers and they was like Every you know they they did everything. Um and my and we was talking joking. He said, "Boy, you gonna you keep on if you ain't gonna do nothing, boy, you are gonna get blue balls." And then it kind of I was like in hindsight, I was like, "Wait a second. And and I was like, "What what you mean?" And the nigga laughed at me. He was like, "What you don't know what blue balls?" I said, "Man, not really." He said, "Man, like if you if you build up, you know that, and it doesn't." Uh, ejaculate it, it'll it, I guess it'll, I don't know if it go backwards but anyway it, it soars your your balls and then they got I was like damn nigga I've been missing out on, on with JJ uh, now I was still getting my never mind but but anyway so I don't want to talk about that no more but anyway wow the time has flown, friend. Yeah, it's for you. Um, so let me tell y'all, yes, yes. So Facebook, y'all got to step it up. Y'all got to send these questions. They don't have to be anything specific. They don't have to be a scenario attached to it. Just send the questions, and Chris and Joe will take care of the rest. Okay. Um. Do you have anything you want to say specifically, Chris? Um, just continue to be you every day. Choose you, no matter what. Facts. 
Facts. You know why? Because there's nothing like it's so easy to be yourself than be somebody else, bro. Oh yeah, all day. That's a bar. All right, guys. It's been real, but we got to go. Remember, hit myself up or hit up Chris in Facebook Messenger uh, or hit us up at lesrappertaste at gmail.com with your comments or your questions. If you would like to be a guest on the show, you have something you want to get out, holler at us. It is highly possible that that can happen. So, with no further ado, I bid ado, unless you got something to say, Chris. Nah, that's it. We out. Peace in the Middle East. And we are out of here.